0: Hey, what's going on, guys? My name's Chris Hawkins, and this is your best live to find. Hey, how you doing? I hope the hell you're having a good day. This whole COVID nineteen things got me a little crazy. I went out. We went for a walk in the mountains yesterday, a morning or yesterday afternoon. It was pretty cool. It was nice to get out there. We kind of, my wife Sandy, she kind of jumped on, on the lead, and she was bushwhacking and cutting up through some scrub oak. I was sure I was going to be covered in ticks by the time we got back. Didn't pick up a one though, so that was pretty cool. Um, hey, I'm looking. I'm getting kind of excited. Yeah, I don't know if you'll notice in the tone of my voice and and the, and basically the temple, but I'm starting to get kind of comfortable with this thing it's not as much of a rush i don't feel like i have to get shit done and and i think part of that is because i came to a new reality so if you haven't recognized the conversation that you're hearing from me or the videos you're seeing that's probably because i haven't really fell into my own yet this is the first time i think i think today's really the first time i've ever sat like yeah all right i I can do this shit right i can do this shit so and i think part of that is that i've come to the realization that i've got a little steam off and be who i am so hey i'm going to jump into my daily rant. All right, so I, I get this COVID thing, all right? I understand the dynamic related to the two sides and the two opinions of this issue. And they're both valid. You got one side that's saying, hey, listen, I got to get back to work or I'm going to fucking starve, right? I'm going to starve. And then you got the other side that's saying, yeah, but if you come back to work, you're going to kill my people, my family, my friends. But they're both valid issues. But as long as we stand on, on opposite sides of the room, how in the hell do we ever get to the middle? I mean, the reality is we can do both. We can actually, there's a way that we can work and be safe at the same time or be as safe as possible. I mean, but it can't, it can't be haphazard. It can't be just half-assed. And because and, it's about, ultimately, it's about saving lives. I mean, imagine, let's say that you're over there and you're saying, I need to work, free America, blah, blah, blah. Which I appreciate the, I appreciate the sentiment. It's a valid issue. But how is the perspective going to change if two of your family members die because of it? And not just because they died or because of your position. When, if we had just done it a little differently, we can get it done and no one has to die. I mean, are we going to be 100%? No, we're not 100% now. But instead of standing on both sides of the fence like these people that run this country have wanted us to do fighting over the bullshit that we can't fix, why don't we start fixing the bullshit we can't stand that we need to fix? Why don't we just say, okay, hey guys, if I'm going to join the working, uh, the, uh, go back to work, then we're, here's, here's my new rules and I promise to abide in it. I mean, and for the rebels in the world who don't want to wear a mask, why? Why? If it will actually save my life or better yet, if it will save your life or the life of someone you love because I wear, I mean, isn't that, that's probably an okay, uh, okay proposition. I, I could, I mean, it's not like they're going to stitch the masks on our face or anything. We can take them off, but the reality is there's a middle in this and the goal should be to get there. And in order for us to do that, we've got to stop letting those people tell us it's us against them. It's us against them. It's us against them. They don't know us anymore. They, they don't know. You don't know them any more than you do that person you run into in Walmart. And yet you're willing to base everything you have on someone you've never met who actually screwed you out of a bunch of money. But we'll talk about that. In a, I'm going to secret. I think the next rant I'm going to jump on is going to be about the stimulus money and who got most of it. Right. But anyway, I'm just saying. All right. So um, the reality is, you know, let's bring this in. Bring it in. We, we're in this together. That's what's funny is that that speech keeps rolling up. Hey, you know, we're in this together. We're in this, yeah. We're in this together. Every everything you see on TV, everything. See, and, and we're all in this together. Then why don't we start acting like it? All right. Enough on that rant. Hey, so you. I don't know. I feel like when I look at my life, I feel like I'm just an average guy who learned how to struggle. But everyone around me said, "Man, that's crazy. You got a crazy life, right?" So I figure, you know, I'm gonna share a little bit of my life with you every day, just to give you some perspective of who I am, and to let you know what I'm about, and why I think the things I have to say can actually help you, and why I've done and been, I've done and lived the life that I've lived right now. So let's go ahead and jump into this. So his name was Richard. He preferred to be called Dick, and that and that was who he was. I'm talking about my first stepdad. Now, ladies, just so you know, I'm not getting in your business about who you date and who you don't date. But if you, if you, if you pick up your boyfriend and you've never met him before, except for in the state hospital, and then you pick him up at the Colorado Department of Corrections, yeah, might be wanna you might wanna say, whoa, slow this bad boy down. Let me see who this guy is, right? Cause. that's what happened to us, and I'm not blaming anybody, I just leave that all alone, you can figure that out on your own, but the reality was, we ended up, we ended up with this guy for like three years or something, I don't remember, it seemed like forever, I mean, you know how it is when you're in hell, well, that's kind of what it was like, so for three years, I endured his drunken ass, beating my mom, doing all that shit, and in one particular evening, we were living in this beat-ass, beat-up trailer park in Council Bluffs, Iowa, and it was right on the river, and we were living in this trashy-ass trailer house with a half-ass addition on. I remember how dank and dark it was and how dirty everything was. And my, my stepdad, Richard, he was out there, and he's doing his normal thing. He drank about two six-packs of 16-ounce Budweiser's, and he was getting his groove on. And he's starting to get worked up because... Back in, 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 what, 71, 72, there was no thing like leash laws and containing your dog. Everybody's dog ran everywhere, and that's just the way it was, right? Especially in, in poor areas. So, but apparently, Dick, or Richard, Dick, my stepdad, got pissed off about that. He was like, you know, all of a sudden that was irritating him. So I'm sitting there messing with whatever I was messing with at the time. I'm about nine year, yeah, about nine, ten, ten years old, I guess. And I'm sitting there messing with whatever I am. My, my stepdad walks into the bedroom, comes out with a 22, loads the 22, sits down, gets comfortable. And I remember the squeak of the chair as he settled into his chair, as if he was some sort of sniper. He rolled the louvered windows um, up on that friggin' trailer house. It was in the kitchen, and the, that table, kitchen table, kind of sat in the corner right there. But you could see straight out down the street. That crazy dude started shooting dogs. We started shooting the neighbor's dogs <laughs> and, i mean and you know that by that time we'd been i'd been living with him for like we'd been living with him for like a year and a half two years so his weirdness was nothing for me i mean i mean that was just life in the day right <laughs> so if you want to know a little about me a little about where i came from and the kind of shit i've been through that's, that's, that's where this shit starts out, all right? So, hey, I'm going to go ahead and get started on the topic of the day. So let me ask you this question. How much of an impact is your past having on your future? That's a, that's a good question. I, and I ask it, and I'm qualified to ask it, because I spent most of my time... Being pissed off and angry about my past. I didn't even hide it. I was this asshole because I had this right to be because my life sucked and and every adult I ever trusted had betrayed me one way or the other and, and I was the only white kid in almost, well, almost the only white kid in an all-black school and, you know, you get the message, right? If I wanted to, I could still be that asshole that I used to be that most of you remember or some of you remember anyway. But... Why? I can't go back and change any of that shit, but why would I let the crap that sucks so bad in my life dictate that the, my future would suck equally as bad? That's what—that's the reality I came to. I can sit there and be pissed off of all the things that someone should have done and all the things people won't do, or I can say, hey, you know what, I'm doing what I can, right? And so thats that's kind of an important issue, and I want to bring that up because man the past will destroy you now there's now there is I do I do spend some time in the past like that story I just told you about dick but uh, you know like for me I grab a hold of what uh, inspires me by um by the fact that I've been through so much shit I mean from the time I was born I mean when I was born I was six pounds. Eight and a half ounces, or something like that, in 1961. I was a premature baby in 1961, and I made it, okay? I mean, I wasn't even. I was. First day. I mean, the day I popped out was a was a was a test of my willingness to survive, right? And then about two years later, I took down a nice long swig of paint thinner, turpentine, whatever they might someone had put in a pop bottle when they were cleaning up the apartment. And that was a second attempt on my life in less than in less than three years, man. So when it comes to what I've been through and what I'm about, I know how to struggle. I've I've been fighting my ass off, and I have an excuse. I should. I could be angry, but why? Why? It's the people who spend most of their time looking back never go forward. They sit in their place wherever they are and they complain about why they can't do anything else, why it's done, why it's over. They sit down and they make excuses about why your, their life is the way it is and how come it can't go forward. And guess what happens? Just that. It don't go forward. Do yourself a favor, and I'm, I'm not the expert. All I know is that by looking forward and not looking back, I am rocking it. I got a whole future ahead of me. I can't even wait till next year. Because if my life looks like this now, it's going to change. My life is due to change again. And it's just inevitable because evolution requires it. I have to evolve. I have to evolve in this environment of COVID-19, and this new world we live in. And I have to continue to evolve within myself. What are you doing? What are you doing right now that involves your past that's destroying your future, man? That's really what it comes down to. Hey, I could talk about this all day long. But I'm telling you again, if you're looking back, you're not moving forward. So just forget about the past unless, of course, you have a time machine. I mean, if if you have a friggin' time machine, go ahead and jump on that, man. Let's jump in it. I got a lot of shit I want to see. I I would love to meet Benjamin Franklin. I would love to meet Albert Einstein. There's a lot. But if you don't, then forget about it. Just get, get, get on with it, right? I don't know. That's just my opinion. As you can see, I'm kind of coming out of the box on it. I'm not really messing around with this too much. i got to get this thing done, and I've got to go ahead and try and connect with you. And my hope is for you that if you don't like what I'm doing, that you'll tell me what I, what you do like. Tell me what you need, because the day I start charging you money for this, then you can go, hey, Chris, that show sucks. And if you got bad opinions about what the hell I'm doing, you know what? I don't even want to hear them. I don't care about it. You know why? Because this is about me as much as it is you. And if this message don't fit, you go find one that does. <laughs> Not that I don't love you guys, I do, but I ain't spending my time shaping my life because of you or because of your opinions about me. So anyway, hey, listen as always. My name's Chris Saquez. This is my new podcast, Your Best Life Defined, and just just remember, today's your day. Make it a good one.